from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And it sounds like this was altruism on the part of these, uh, the family that had owned this and farmed this. They understood that it belonged back in the Osage Nation's hands. Yes, and that is so critically important. It was truly heartbreaking in the end when another bidder simply um, ran the price up beyond what what we were able to uh, to bid. I mean, I would like to see these folks step up and say, you know what? We're going to give it back to the tribe. Best case scenario, we're giving it to the tribe because that's who it belongs to. I'm Sarah Fetsky. The week of September 13th was a roller coaster for people who care about the Osage Nation and its ancestral lands. That week, Missouri's Picture Cave was sold at auction. The cave includes ancient drawings made by the area's indigenous residents. Those drawings are among the very oldest in eastern North America. The cave was sold to a private bidder without ties to the Osage Nation. But the very next day, the nation got a shot of good news. It was getting a donation of 20 different acres in Missouri, acreage that also has ancestral ties. The donation came via the Native American Rights Fund. That's a nonprofit organization based in Colorado. Director of Development Don Ragona spoke to our producer Evie Hemphill earlier this week. And Don explained that the 20 acres in Lafayette County first came to his organization through a bequest. Here's what Don said initially stood out about this land. The fact that they were identified when we received the bequest that they had uh, uh, mounds, burial mounds, and sacred sites on them. We didn't know if they were Osage or not. Uh, this was identified through family lore. I, they had no real scientific or archaeological proof. It was, it was just that it was, it was uh, stories that were passed down uh, through the family for the literally centuries that they owned the property. And that is Don Ragona of the Native American Rights Fund. He explained that the Osage Nation surveyed the land in 2019 and identified the site as within its footprint. That work led to his agency donating these 20 acres to the tribe. You know, there's no age limit on the sanctity and the sacredness of a place or graves. And these things needed to be protected. Um, and they needed to be in the hands of people who, uh, who knew best how to protect them. I mean, we're, we're, we're a native organization, but, you know, we don't, we don't own large tracts of land. We don't, we, you know, we're not landlords. We don't own other properties. That's not what we do. But what we do do is protect these places to make sure that they're not um, destroyed, that they're not turned into a parking lot. And uh, if we can, and in a case like this, get them back in the hands of the people who write, who, or who really were the first inhabitants of that land and who should rightly have possession to it again. Don Ragona with the Native American Rights Fund noted that this land hosts a longtime family farm. It's very rural. Uh, the mounds, you know, to, to the family's credit uh, and to the folks that are, have been working, uh, you know, the, uh, the land around it, they have left, they have, re- they had a lot of, res- they obviously respected that area because they never plowed it over, they never tried to dig it up. So the area around the mounds itself looks um, like, you know, just 
just you can obviously see the mounds. There's grass growing, you know, from it, but it hasn't been plowed. It hasn't been trampled. So those visible mounds have remained intact. The rest of the area, you know, has has been farmed, you know. But yet, even with even with all that activity, you know, the agricultural activity of the past uh, 200 years, uh, Dr. Hunter's team still found evidence of uh, of occupancy by by Osage people. That is Don Ragona of the Colorado-based Native American Rights Fund. And joining us now with more information about this land is the very Dr. Hunter that he refers to. That's Andrea Hunter, director of the Osage Nation Historic Preservation Office. Director Hunter, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you. So this land is 30-some miles east of Kansas City. What led you originally to survey it back in 2019, as, as he mentioned there? Well, the Native American Rights Fund reached out to us and informed us of the property and the potential that there may be mounds out there. And so we were very interested in going out there and ensuring that if there were mounds, that these would be protected. And so in 2019, we uh, sent out a crew to go up and survey the property. And so when you say survey, like what does that involve when you're out there on site? Well, in this case, we were looking for the burial mounds. So this entailed walking across the property in a uniform manner um, in transects and simply observing the surface uh, for the mounds. And you're able to see from observing the surface um, what kind of mound this is, that this isn't just something maybe naturally occurring or, or something that somebody else might overlook. Right. There, you know, when you're looking at the landscape, there, when they, you have something that is human-made, it pretty much sticks out, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the regularity of the form, the placement uh, of these uh, features on the landscape. And so uh, we have been out and surveyed multiple times for mounds, so my crew is very familiar with the shapes and they know what to look for. Okay, it sounds like you found it here. These, These are burial mounds. Yes, they are. And we were very happy uh, to be able to identify them. And there actually may be more mounds that are out there. When that survey was conducted, there were uh, a lot of current vegetation that was inhibiting the crew from really seeing clearly the full property. So we'll, we'll be returning this fall and surveying the, the rest of the property to see if there are additional mounds out there. So we want to note for people who are interested in uh, in what's being described here, we have a, a picture of a portion of these 20 acres on our website. That's stlonair.show. Um, Andrea, it does look like a very rural area. How would you describe the landscape? I mean, are we talking about a lot of mounds? Do they cover a, a large quantity of this acreage? Well, What we have seen to date is that one corner of the property does have a set of two mounds. And on the other portion, the 
western side of the property, there may be additional mounds. So right now, these are small mounds, and the you know general public would probably overlook them and not even notice. Hmm. But to us, <clears throat> to us, they they very much uh, are burial mounds. And so this was in 2019 that you did this survey. Did you know that this gift was moving forward and that in this past month that this was something that was going to be donated um, to the Osage Nation? Yes, we did. That has always been the the goal and the purpose of what we were doing. Uh, when uh, Don Ragona reached out to us, he informed us that if indeed that there were mounds on the property that the Native American Rights Fund would be donating the property to the Osage Nation. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like this was altruism on the part of these uh, the family that had owned this and farmed this. They understood that it belonged back in the Osage Nation's hands. Yes, and that is so critically important when we have our ancestors buried in lands that are far from us. It's really critical that we have private citizens like this that take the initiative and protect uh, what's out there and protect these burial mounds. So we're very appreciative of this. So that kind of brings us to a more sobering note. Um, it's been just over two weeks since a different site here in Missouri was sold off at auction, and that's Picture Cave. Um, and we've discussed on the show the significance of this site. I think it's it's shocking how few people in Missouri maybe knew about this up until recently, but this is a site that, that has some major significance. And now this went to a bidder at auction. Uh, the Osage Nation put out a statement calling the sale heartbreaking. Were you hoping going into this that this was something that the Osage Nation might be able to obtain for themselves? Yes, we were extremely hopeful that we would be successful. And it was truly heartbreaking in the end when another bidder simply um, ran the price up beyond what, what we were able to uh, to bid. So it was it was devastating. So you did put a bid in uh, through this private auction? Yes, we were working in conjunction with the conservation fund. And so you put this bid in, somebody else has it. Do you know at this point who the winner is, who, who ended up securing this property? No, unfortunately, we have tried to find out who this individual is or individuals. Uh, We don't know, but we have just come up against a brick wall. We simply have not found any leads that will open up to us and, and let us know who this is. So Don Ragona, again, he's with the Native American Rights Fund. Um, He offered some thoughts on the Picture Cave situation. I want to play here what he said. The tribe was outbid, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I I hope, I hope that, you know, the people who've purchased it, you know, are going to really see, you know, how important this is on a lot of levels. First of all, to the tribe. Those cave paintings um, hold, I mean, they're, they're detailed paintings that, uh, from what I've been told, 
uh, talk about the Osage creation story and, and things like that. And they're in a lot of detail. So it's very obviously Osage. So it's very, very important culturally and spiritually for the Osage Nation. But on, on a much larger level, this is also an important find for the state. I mean, it's, it's within the state of Missouri. What a tremendous archaeological find. And for it to be in private hands, to be, to be exploited and hopefully never destroyed, you know, for, for profit. I, I mean, I would like to see these folks step up and say, you know what, we're going to give it back to the tribe. Best case scenario, we're giving it to the tribe because that's who it belongs to. Um, at a minimum, if they, you know, it's like work some kind of an arrangement out, you know, where the tribe has access, it can manage it, it can guard it, whatever. But the tribe needs to be involved in the caretaking of this of this land. And that, again, is Don Ragonia of the Native American Rights Fund. And we're talking today to uh, Andrea Hunter, who's the director of the Osage Nation Historic Preservation Office. Director Hunter, he talked about the Osage Nation being involved with the caretaking of this land. Is that something, if this so far anonymous private owner would want, is that something the Osage Nation would want to be involved with? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is, as Don was stating, it, it is such a significant location for us. It's a burial site. Our ancestors were buried there. Uh, we very much would want uh, to be a co-manager if, you know, this individual does not want to return this to us. We would hope that at least we could work with them to help protect the location and allow us access uh, to ensure that, that it is protected and that it is safe. So you mentioned you'd run into roadblocks even just trying to figure out who now owns this, um, that this is something that, that this person has not come forward. You haven't been able to ID them. What do you see as the next steps as, as far as this property and your interest in it? Well, we're not going to give up. Uh, we're going to try our hardest to see if somehow we can get in contact with this person. And we'll need, we'll need the public's assistance in that because it just seems like uh, to date we, we just haven't had any luck. And if this person was listening today, what would you want them to know? that our door is wide open, that we would very much want to discuss this sacred site that's so important to us and come to some, uh, some kind of an agreement where we can work together. So, Director Hunter, it strikes me your headquarters are in Oklahoma, and yet now we've had these two kind of prominent cases here in Missouri where we're talking about ancestral lands in the state of Missouri. What would you hope that contemporary Missouri residents take from all this, even beyond the people who own the picture cave, those of us living in this state who maybe don't think so much about the people here who were here first? Well, that you realize that there was a whole civilization of people that that came before the present occupants that we are still very much invested in that land it was our homelands for hundreds of years and we have literally hundreds of our ancestors buried there and we would hope that uh, that the 
public would recognize this and learn perhaps a bit of our history and know who came um, before you and assist us in any way if there are other burials um, that are out there that the public knows about, that they contact us, and we can come and verify them. And it would, it would benefit everyone. And so in our last moment here, I want to bring it back to this 20 acres in Lafayette County um, that is now again in the Osage Nation's ownership. What are your plans immediately uh, going forward for this? Is this a, a matter of more surveying, or is there more that, uh, that you have on the agenda? Well, we certainly do intend to uh, do more surveying, and we want to ensure that we have identified all that is out there, and that will be our next step. And once we know the totality of the sacred sites that are there, then we will create a management plan to protect those. Well, Andrea Hunter, Director of the Osage Nation Historic Preservation Office, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This episode was produced by Evie Hemphill with audio engineering by Aaron Dorr and production assistance from Jane Mather Glass. It was mixed and edited by Jane. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.